Welcome back. This week on Com Week Countdown, I have Eric Haas here with me, and we're going to talk about another of our School of Com events that we have coming up. We have an interview workshop. It's 3.35 to 4.50 p.m. on February 18th in CVA 149. And so I'm going to go ahead and introduce Eric Haas here a little bit. He is part of the Enterprise Technology Director at State Farm right now. Can you tell us a little bit about your position? Absolutely. I uh, work at State Farm in the Enterprise Technology Department, so I lead a team that works on various areas around uh, associate data within State Farm. And uh, one of my passions, as you um, guessed from the topic, uh, is around interviewing and how to interview better. Um, I am an ISU alum. I got my undergrad in communications, yay, and my uh, master's in business here as well. So for me, I've always been very passionate about the university, and uh, one of my things that I love to teach uh, is around interviewing skills. So I'm looking forward to uh, bringing some additional help to get uh, ISU students all the jobs they can. Yeah, absolutely. Sounds awesome. What sort of experience did you have at ISU? Were you involved in anything? I was. I was the uh, editor of the Vedette well, my senior year, so I did a lot with the Vedette. I was also on the Academic Senate um, and did a lot with the uh, university bands. So I was in the pep band and marching band. So I really enjoyed my time at Illinois State and still stay connected with ISU through events like this, as well as the College of Business. Um, and of course, uh, see the Redbirds play basketball and football. So. Yeah, absolutely. It sounds like you were very active. How do you think that those experiences helped you get to where you are today? They helped a lot. First of all, uh, you get what you put into it. And so what I tell people about college in general, but Illinois State as well, is you always need to invest in learning and growing and doing things outside of the classroom. If all you do is go to class, uh, that is not bad, of course. Uh, I can tell you as a parent, you want your kids to go to class. But you also need to take advantage of all the employee resource groups that are out there, the groups that, that allow you to learn. <clears throat> go to go to learn from others and go to speeches and hear about the speakers that come in. Um, I'll give you an example. I've spoken many times uh, as a, a director at State Farm, and I'll tell people, feel free to reach out if I can help and give advice. And it's amazing how few will actually take advantage of that when uh, it's a great opportunity to learn from people that are in the business. So um, I know networking is another topic that you have in a future career fair, but I would tell you that networking and connecting with people in business is extremely important. And at Illinois State, it makes it very convenient for all these people to come here, like myself, willing to help and, and, and be able to counsel. Uh, take advantage of that, especially when they offer so uh, it's another way to really grow and learn. Yeah, absolutely. And the event that he's actually referring to is the Recruiting and Networking Fair that we have on March 24th. And we do have a bunch of different companies that will be coming in at your um, convenience just to be able to network with specifically you. You won't have any sort of other opportunities similar to this after college because they're coming specifically wanting to hire ISU students. So talking about recruiting and networking, what sort of jobs and positions did you have after college and how did you get to where you are specifically at State Farm, do you think? Well, I worked uh, in Chicago after I graduated from ISU in a company called AGFA, which is a, a German company. And the reason I got in there is because while at Illinois State, the typesetting system that we used uh, at the Vedette was a company called CompuGraphic, which AGFA bought. So part of what I did is leveraged my experience on that system to have AGFA hire me, and I became a technical trainer for the typesetting and eventually desktop publishing systems. 
I was actually one of the first early desktop publishing trainers in the country. That was back when Macintosh first came out and uh, the first versions of Adobe Illustrator and Photoshop. And what I will tell you is that <clears throat> you never know what will take you into your next career. And working with those desktop publishing applications took me to a company called Applied Graphics Technologies, where I became vice president of operations. And from there, led me to come to State Farm um, in the technology department because I brought that technical experience with me in leadership. I will tell you, you never know what your experiences will leverage. And who knew working at the Vidette on the typesetting system that I was working on would eventually lead to a paying job in Chicago with the very same company that built them, which would lead to desktop publishing experience, which would grow from there into the publishing world. So um, those stair steps, you never really know that they're going to happen. And nobody's career is necessarily all laid out in front of them. You just have to take advantage of these opportunities um, and, and grow with them. And that's why I'm grateful that I had that here at uh, ISU. Of course, and I can speak on that too because I'm a senior looking at jobs right now and it's specifically, it's like <clears throat> any student with Cision or Meltwater um, technologies do get first dibs on interviews is what they said in a specific job description. Mm -hmm. And thankfully, I do have experience with Meltwater from my classes, but working outside of class, I think is the most important way to be able to build on those different technologies and being able to accumulate as many as you can to have that on your resume specifically. Okay, so obviously you've been through the entire jobs and positions and you've acquired many different ones. Um, and interviewing is one large portion of how to get that job and something that you're also very passionate about. Um, your book, Removing Doubt in an Interview, can you tell us a little bit about that book? Absolutely. And the reason I wrote the book is because I was exp talking to people uh, like yourselves, maybe, that were uh, getting ready for interviews. And many people I talked to weren't sure how to prepare for it. They didn't know what was going to be asked. It was this big, scary event. They weren't looking forward to it. Uh, many didn't know what quite to do. And many who had taken interviews and didn't get the jobs didn't know why. They didn't know why they didn't get it. So what I did is research and discovered that the primary way most people are prepared for interviews, which is sell yourself, sell your abilities, come in with all that, while not bad, isn't really at the core of why people get jobs. People get jobs because the person doing the interview is looking for the person they're most confident can do the job. Not necessarily the one they like the best or has the highest GPA or whatever. It's really the one you're most confident can do the job. So what I decided in my book and what I found to be uh, kind of a hidden gem of information was really your goal should be, in addition to selling all your great skills, is removing doubt in the minds of the interviewer. Because if you remove the most doubt, that means I have the most confidence you can do the job. So that means you have to anticipate any doubts they might have so that they are most confident when the interview is over that you have the job. And so, so many people were reaching out to me about this and were asking me about how this works. I decided to uh, save myself all the uh, repeating and decided to put it in a book that's been uh, in its second edition now and uh, has been very popular. And I've had a lot of people who've used the techniques successfully to get jobs because it is a different angle when you think about it. Looking at it from doubt is different than looking at it from just selling yourself. And actually, people tell me that 
using the approach of removing doubt is actually easier and not as nerve-wracking because really what it gets down to is trying to anticipate what doubts they may have about you and removing them. For example, if one of the doubts for a job you're applying for is you've noticed that most of the people working in that job have, let's say, experience outside of the U.S., um, and you don't have experience outside the U.S., that could be a doubt about you. doesn't mean it's bad. It just means that's a wonder. So you need to be prepared to address that doubt in the interview, even to the point where you say, I recognize I haven't had as much international travel as maybe previous. However, I have a strong interest in learning about the world, and here's how I keep up on world events. And basically what you're doing is trying to remove their doubt that you don't have that experience that they may be expected. If you ignore that and just pretend to ignore it, you run the risk that after the interview's over and you leave, they're going to say, you know, I really, really liked Anna. She has all this great experience, but she hasn't done any international. And unless you've given them a reason not to be worried, they could use that as a reason not to hire you. And so the goal of an interview is to anticipate the doubts that they may have about you and then prepare to address those in the interview. And if you remove those doubts better than anyone else, let's put it this way, they want to hire the person they're most confident in, meaning the one with the least doubts. Okay. And so that's that's my book, and uh, it's uh, definitely something that I think has helped, I know has helped quite a few people. So at the actual event itself, I'll be sharing uh, information from that book. Yeah, absolutely, and we're excited to have you for our event in February. Um, I know I personally, like, hearing about this book right now, like, I'm excited for it. I haven't heard this, like, this specific perspective, like you Mm -hmm. said before. Mm -hmm. Um, I've been to many different interview workshops, um, spoken to different people that have done interviews in the past. Have you done any interviewing yourself at State Farm previously? Oh, yes. I've done interviewing at many companies, and uh, I've talked with people who've done interviewing in many companies. And really, all of it boils down to... Um, looking for the right candidate and being confident you have the right candidate because obviously you're interviewing lots of people and really what you look at is you look at the skills of the person those are very important but you also look at anything that you're not sure about and that's where those questions come in in an interview Um, and the goal again is for you to remove their doubt so if they have doubts and by the way every interview ever conducted in the world ever has always had doubt If there was no doubt in an interview, it wouldn't be an interview, would it? Mm -hmm. It'd be a hiring. It'd be a coronation. It'd be a welcome aboard. So the fact that our doubts is not abnormal at all. In fact, it's very, very normal. That's why interviews have questions. Because what they're asking you is things to put their minds at ease to see if you're the right person or removing their doubts that they have. Because doubts are really unknowns. So ultimately, your job should be to help anticipate what those doubts might be so you can address those so that their questions become more and more what I would consider detailed to your getting the job versus trying to remove the doubts. And you can even tell in an interview, based on the questions they're asking, sometimes if they're veering towards more um, related to things they're concerned about, it means you haven't removed the doubts. So that becomes an exercise ahead of the interview. And uh, at the uh, session, I'll talk about how to do that how to prepare better that way. And uh, again, my experience, and I've done this for 25 years now. This isn't something I came up with last night. So it's Mm -hmm. been for a while. Um, um, I have a very high percentage of people that have gotten jobs this way. And so 
ultimately, um, for me, I believe in this process and have seen the results. Yeah, absolutely. And coming from you, a very successful um, professional at State Farm, I think it is great advice to take as an incoming (laughs) into the professional world. Um, And just to kind of loop this back into our previous career event that we just had, it was with Ryan Cashman, and it was our first career event, Resume and Cover Letter Workshop on Tuesday. And we did have some HR panels panelists come in and talk to us about their perspective and what they see on that interview side um and i know a lot of students seem very interested in that but we only briefed on it at the very end so any students that had interest in listening to someone that has been through the interview process has even written a book um on it should definitely come to this event and be able to network with eric as well um I know for a fact that he's super hands-on at ISU and super excited and ready to help any students that are ready to move on to that next step. I absolutely am, and I I will reemphasize why I think it's important to come to sessions like the one that's coming up on interviewing. Um, Interviewing is an extremely important skill to have. Uh, My experience is most people are not big fans of it. I don't know very many people that when they have an interview are excited about it. More just like, oh my God, I got an interview and they're scared and they're not mm-hmm. sure what to do and they're, you know, what are they going to ask me and what am I, how am I going to be under, some say uh, they're going to judge me, there's going to be a light on me like it's an interrogation. Mm-hmm. Well, the reality is anything in life that we don't enjoy, we don't do much because we want to stay away from it. In the case of interviewing, that can be dangerous because if you don't have those skills ready, All the work that you've done at the university, all the studying you've done, all the preparation you've done to get into that interview could be undone by having a very bad interview. So um, as much as it's not fun for a lot of people to interview, part of the reason I've made this my mission and my passion is because, to me, this is one of the areas so many people can benefit from who are very smart, very hard workers, very good backgrounds, but need to know how to get to the finish line. And this is what I consider the interview. It's like falling down before the tape. You want to cross the tape with a really good job. And the way to do that is to practice these interviewing skills that are absolutely critical and to ignore them or to say, I don't like interviewing, so I'm just not going to worry about it. um, I think is at your peril because I do know other universities are spending a lot of time interviewing, coaching with with their students because they know the highly competitive jobs many times will come down to the interview. And if they're better prepared and will do better in the interview, um, that's bad news for the person not prepared. So for me, this is a life skill. You will have it your whole life that you'll use, not just to get the first job. I've interviewed many times since I got my first job. And so you have to recognize that if you want to have career mobility, if you want to move up the ladder, interview skills is one of the key skills that make it successful. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Thank you so much, Eric, for coming in today. I do want to also mention that the book that he mentioned, Removing Doubt in an Interview, will be raffled off at our event as well. So make sure to come in and introduce yourself to Eric, sit down, take in as much information as you can at the workshop, and then also you'll have a chance at possibly obtaining this book by the end. Do you have anything else to say, Eric? Uh, no, except that I'm looking forward to coming uh, coming to ISU to provide this. I compliment Communications Week for really working and providing these types of, of key skills. They are important, and even though the job market's pretty good right now, 
it is still highly competitive for those big, really good jobs. And interview skills are a key part of that. So I'm a big Redbird fan. I want ISU to do the students to do the best out there. And I love hearing when they beat other schools' uh, students that are applying for jobs. The way to do that is definitely to learn how to interview better. So that's why I've done this for many years here at ISU. And I'm committed to doing it again uh, coming up at the next event on February 18th. So look forward to it and hope to see you all there. Awesome. Thank you so much. 